welcome to episode three of the Deep Fulfillment Podcast. I am Zach. We now have a intro that uh, gets played at the beginning of every episode, so you'll hear that at the beginning again. Who do I have with me? Well, you got me, Brandon, as usual, never leaving. I'm always here. And we have super collector Ryan Nostransky. Fantastic. <sighs> How's this week been for you guys? Anything happen at work? I got a couple stories. Mm, nothing. This week's been pretty boring, actually, for me. It's on my week where I have a lot of days off, so I haven't been at the store as much as my other week. Boring. Yeah. What about Ryan? Well, at work, no. But in general, huge day today. Crazy day. We got so many random game cases for free. Got a case for Wind Waker, which made a trade for Twilight Princess on GameCube. There's a couple hundred dollars just in cases and manuals for free. So. And you got those from Jesus? From Jesus, yes. I traded Emerald and Ratchet and Clank collection for Twilight Princess on GameCube. I completed my Wind Waker, completed my Mystery Dungeon, completed my Monkey Ball Touching Roll, and just other just random free games. Their house is just there's like six different sections littered with games, random cases everywhere. <laughs> His house, <laughs> an old Bako's menu. <laughs> it's just they don't they don't even make those ones anymore. It's a random thing. Yeah, they just they guess just you never know what you're gonna find. Surprised they didn't want to keep their cases for anything. Like, even if they have the game. He showed me a picture of what he gave you. I'm like, you actually... I thought they were all games at first. I didn't think they were just the cases. I was, I was just like, whoa. Maybe I should have went. Yeah, I got six 3DS cases, seven DS cases, the Wind Waker. I got a Wii game. Gave me an N64 game. Another copy of Link's Crossbow Train. That makes it my fourth one. And for some reason, they had the... Super Mario 25th Anniversary CD that came with the All-Stars game for the Wii. Just the CD, and it comes out of the, and it has the booklet in the two. What is that? I don't know. For Mario's 25th Anniversary, Nintendo lazily repackaged Mario All-Stars on the Super Nintendo and put it on a Wii disc. So for, I think it was 40 bucks, 50 bucks, whatever, you got that, and you got a book that had a little small history of Mario has all the main series games and some artwork and then a CD which has like pretty much like how many songs that have 20 different songs from the whole game series I don't know I don't know how much that's worth but they just got it randomly and they gave it to me to have it so that is awesome for free and that is pretty cool and that actually would be a great segment into the Mario 3D All-Stars topic but I have to talk about the things that happened to me this week so <laughs> now we got to kind of separate that. But this week I had a couple customer interactions. Probably the dumbest of all of them was I had a kid who came. I fucking hate dealing with kids who don't have parents and they're coming to buy stuff because most of the time they either don't have enough money and they don't understand that or they pay me in fucking like 500 dimes. <laughs> it's just the most annoying thing ever. But this one kid came there asking for like a PlayStation game. I forget which one. It was probably like The Last of Us or something. And then after he bought it, 
he comes up to me and says, can I get a refund? I just remembered I don't have a PlayStation. <laughs> I'm like, what? Buying a game for a console doesn't own. How the fuck do you buy a game for something that you don't know if you have or not? Hey, it's they're just, kids. Come on. Yeah, there's Come just on. so many things. Like, there, was this, there was this couple that... Uh, we're getting into a big heated argument. He was like swearing at her, calling her fucking retarded. I'm like, buy your son that fucking game. <laughs> Just <laughs> stuff like that. And then I had an encounter with uh, Ryan, who the game he wanted off of uh, or on the Nintendo Switch has finally gone down to a better price, I guess. But uh, <laughs> it was in the lockup, not in the case. Like, it was, the case was just in the lockup, but there was no game in it. Oh, what? So someone stole the game? Possible. Like, for some reason, for some reason, that happens a lot with Nintendo Switch games. People return it saying that they the game wasn't in it, which most of the time I don't believe that. But I have encountered multiple times where, where uh, one of the games in the lockup just isn't in the case and i don't i don't know if that's coming from fucking the warehouse or what's going on it's weird that reminds me fucking a year ago or so when i saw the splatoon 2 on the ground under the bin open i opened it and nothing was inside and i was One like the oh workers fucking stealing splatoon 2 probably for their son or something it's probably jessica wouldn't be surprised <sighs> splatoon was a fucking like, why did it get a sequel that was... It was the exact same thing! Well, to port it to the, to port it to the Switch. Yeah, that was their excuse. The Wii U was pretty dead. Like, just... <laughs> like, Splatoon was fun, but I'm not gonna buy it again. <laughs> you, you, you didn't buy it in the first place. I did. You oh, have well, no Wii U. He has the Switch. <laughs> no, I had the... You bought the bundle, right? The Switch bundle. The Switch. Splatoon. Yeah, my Switch was the one... But I had it on the Wii U. Cause uh, I don't think you did. I'm pretty sure I got a Wii U for Christmas, and I had Smash Bros. and Splatoon. I've never seen. Maybe you did. I don't know. It's possible. I don't know. Why game do you know? <laughs> game's you know pretty dead. That's rude. But a game that I will buy again. Three games. Can't really say I, I ever bought 64 because <laughs> I was too young to remember. Uh, but yeah, the Super Mario 3D All-Stars. What do yeah. you guys think of a, a port of three old games coming to the Switch? Well, I'm a big fan of Mario 64, so I'm looking forward to playing that again. Whether it be beating it or trying to speedrun it, if this is the good version to speedrun it on. It's not. It is definitely the, <laughs> the Shindo version. I hope not. Because I'm not. pretty sure it is. Because in the clip yes, of him it throwing... it doesn't say so long, Gabe out. <laughs> and yeah, it's him saying... Uh, or, I think it says bye, bye. bye. And like that. that's from the Shindo version. So I'm like, I'm like maybe someone's going to fucking find a way to decode this whole thing and somehow yes, dig out. but I would be going through that trouble. Well, no, well, people already have N64 emulators on their Switch, so... Yeah. You just do that instead. Yeah, but that doesn't count as an official run, does it? It'll probably have its uh, own category. You'd probably, you'd probably just chalk that up under emulator. 
possible, but I thought most of the time emulators weren't just like weren't allowed in. Runs. It's own category for sixty four. Uh-huh. They're not, they're like we virtual console console and emulator are all three separate things. Yeah. It's kind of weird. I don't know, but that's how our community does it. See, I'm excited for it, but there's a lot of things that are like kind of gnawing at me. Where it's like, yeah, fucking Mario sixty four, Mario Sunshine, Mario Galaxy. I'm so hyped, but wait a minute, <laughs> fucking Mario sixty four, no. BLJ, possibly, most more than likely. Sunshine, probably the one that will be the least affected because there wasn't motion controls or anything. But for some reason, apparently the normal GameCube controller isn't compatible on this game. Nope, not at all. They're forcing you to use a Pro controller or or Joy-Cons or something. But the problem with that is... There's certain things in the Mario Sunshine controls that require those triggers because the GameCube controllers had sensitive triggers where it's like if you slowly press down on it, in Mario Sunshine, he'll slowly start to build up water pressure coming out of flood. So some of the speedrun strats require you to be running and like spraying Shadow Mario you can't do that if you're pressing the trigger down all the way because Mario will just like station himself and kind of be like a turret. But if you're using Joy-Cons or the Pro Controller, they don't have like triggers that you can push in kind of. It's just ones that you push in all the way. Yeah, they'll probably have to optimize it more for that because that's not like a gimmicky thing. That's like a mechanic. They actually yeah, that, that's a mechanic. Range. So it's like that kind of fucks up the speed run. Probably and then yeah. Mario Galaxy, the 100% speedrun kind of requires you to be using the pointer to be grabbing star bits all over the place. But you have to uh, compromise where it's like, because apparently the pointer is touch. You have to touch it on the screen if you're playing it like that, Hand which held, yeah. that that doesn't affect the speedrun. Actually, yeah, Galaxy's probably the least affected in terms of speedrun because you can play with the Joy-Cons and still do the pointing stuff. But if you're playing it handheld, you have to take one hand off. So you have to compromise either moving or jumping in order to use your pointer. And that's kind of fucked. Like, I can't imagine playing yeah. that handheld. Galaxy handheld's going to be kind of weird. But... Like, they, sh- they could have, like, created a way to use the cursor like maybe like hold like one gyroscope then, or something yeah like move the <laughs> you look like a fucking well, asshole yeah, be... just moving the switch up and down i'm sure they tested that and said nah just make it touch or something because that seems like it'd be too crazy yeah it's just like like i'm excited but all of those like compromises that happen kind of like are gonna make playing it handheld shitty yeah, probably a bit. That's why I'm just going to play it on TV most of the times. Yeah. Which I do anyways. So. But I know a lot of people out there use the handheld version because it's super convenient if you got it like you're traveling around and stuff like that. Yeah, but it kind of just makes practicing for the speedruns impossible if you're like on the go and you're like, oh, I want to get quick running. Yeah. It's like, you can't do it. You can do it for fun. You don't, it won't be like a serious. Yeah, Run. but if you're if you're a runner of a game, it's like fucking it's difficult to just sit down and play a game casually if you've 
been speed running it for a long time. It's like I don't think I could go into Luigi's Mansion and not do certain skips or not suck up the booze in that like tapping oh, yeah. the trigger kind of way. It's like it's like playing it's Mario sixty four. Instead of getting another 40 more stars, I can just <laughs> BLJ up the stairs and go through the door. And I'm like, here we go. I'm out. But, Show yeah. that to your fucking little cousin. I want to <laughs> me beat this game in uh, 50 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which one are you guys excited for the most? I'm mine's Sunshine. I'm 64. Ryan, what about you? Well, probably Galaxy. So I could play it again, cause I don't, cause I don't like, cause I, cause the Wii just looks disgusting in 480i. So yeah. are you saying? So are mostly your guys' complaints with the Mario 3D All Stars just speedrun related things? I don't. Basically, ha- I don't. The only complaint I'm gonna ever have is if BLJ is not in 64. Other than that, I don't really care. So things that don't that don't really affect the game, like on no. A- this doesn't, doesn't change the game's quality at all. Well, actually, well, the biggest well, well, making it so it's a timed purchase you can't buy it later in the year that's probably the only like re- like consumer complaint that makes sense why would nintendo be like hey scalpers come buy up all of our games so you can sell them later well, they know if they do that they're going to get loads of copies sold really quick right so i guess that's like a strategy they got going and because it's like for their anniversary i guess they don't want it to be out forever it's just a limited offer for the year but i mean i'm, I'm like I know why people are upset. Kind of dumb. Yeah. yeah, that's that's probably the only thing that I found. Only actual problem with the game is that. I don't like the name. I don't think the name's correct. Because All-Stars... Because Super Mario All-Stars are remakes of all the other games. Mm-hmm. Why are we... 3D... They're pretty much the same game. Yeah, there's no yeah. change. Like, I, like, think it been, I think it should have been called Collection. They're yeah. just kind of touched up to look like HD. the Master Chief collection. Just call it the, like the Mario collection, 3D collection. collection, or just anything like that. Yeah, that would have been a nice name, nice and quick. Could have been 3D Anniversary Collection. Yeah, 35th anniversary, but yeah, All Stars. Do you guys think it's a reasonable complaint to be like, "Why the fuck isn't Galaxy 2 in here? I want that one." Like, I can see both sides. Like, they could have, they could have added Galaxy 2, like combined, like. The galaxies, you know, both of them. But I know why. Like, makes sense why they just had one too. But I could, I could see both people's sides of it. It was supposed to be like the ones from each era. It's like here's the '64 one, here's the GameCube one, here's the Wii one. Yeah, makes sense to me. This Galaxy Two is just the same game, pretty much. And if if you're complaining, then you you do seem pretty whiny. It's pretty un. Just be grateful that you got you got the three D games that everyone wanted, but now no one's happy. <laughs> Those memes, everyone's complaining, even though this is what they've been asking for for years. Yeah, it's just a port. <laughs> I can just play it on my PC. Doesn't make any sense. Fuck, saying that, I could just play it on my PC. You could just go fucking boot up your Wii and play it. <laughs> like, the point is to have the accessibility. Like, hey, you want to play it on a road trip? There you go. <laughs> fucking love the Switch. I hate people that say the Switch is the worst console of that generation. Like, my personal favorite is PlayStation, just in terms of, they like, the games. There's so much great games in that line, like, that lineup. The Switch, just in terms of functionality, it's fucking 
It's amazing. It's a very innovative console. I want to play The Witcher 3 on the go and look at these sexy ladies. <laughs> it's, like, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Soon fucking the other companies are going to start doing that. Ten years ago, you would be thinking uh, you'd have like a big-ass title like Witcher 3 on a handheld hybrid. So. I don't think Sony would ever make another handheld. Uh, Nintendo's got their that market their, now. their last two weren't very yeah. successful, especially the Vita. I think of back in the day, <laughs> there's videos like how to play Halo 3 on your phone. <laughs> or no, they were the titles were how to put Halo 3 on your cell phone, and it would just be them putting the case on their phone. Trying to be smart asses about it. But it's like you, you would see so many videos like that. It's like how to play Halo on your PC, and now you look at today, you got fucking all of the Halo games on PC, and <laughs> everyone was asking for that for fucking 10 years. Player base isn't showing that good. It's like, you guys wanted this and you're not even playing it? Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And then they got all their other shit that they're doing. The Mario, Super Mario Brothers Battle Royale. That looks interesting. Yeah, that's pretty but, cool. guess what? It's only for a limited time again. Well, that's fine. Cause... Is Tetris 99 still up? Yes. Yep. Why the fuck? Is Super Mario 35 not a free game, though? It is free. It's free. Play. It's yeah, if fun. you have... Nintendo Online, which is... Everyone mm -hmm. There's no Annual reason to game. not have it. Unless oh, yeah. you just never use it, because you get all the great virtual console games. It's only 20 bucks a year. What a deal. Is that Pretty where cheap. that uh, game you were talking to Nolan is? Sunset Riders? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Oh. That's that's Konami. Konami's greedy. Komani is what they're called. Komani. I'm they're searching that up because you were telling me about it, but I don't fucking have an NES. Super Nintendo. And the cart's $115. Oh. It's expensive. It's a very yeah, sought after game. It's so good. But yeah, I'm excited for that one. The Mario Kart Live. Mario Kart Live looks absolutely awful. You have to, a buy, a you have to buy a toy. You have to buy a toy with a camera and drive around with it. And like, what's the point? I just How does it I, create the course? I have no clue. You probably have to go around through your switch yeah, maybe, camera maybe. or something. Maybe I like, do a couple practice runs with the camera, and then the camera like picks stitches up it the... all together. But it looks so boring. I mean, that, if you're a like, kid playing under that, your... Yeah, see, playing that with as a kid, maybe that would be fun. Playing that with a group of drunk guys, <laughs> fucking screaming, I... throwing, throwing the cart. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking lose! <laughs> Kick it. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny to watch, actually. That would be pretty funny. Someone streaming it. <laughs> I wonder if their people are going to do that. Oh, yeah. I can see it being really popular. It's just, you know, buying all the accessories for it. And it's just, you got to have a big room. Everyone to... needs to spend, it was $99 American. So fucking Canadian, each of us is spending like fucking $130. It's going to be pretty pricey, yep. And then everyone needs their own Switch as well. I can tell you, I ain't getting it, but. Have at her. I thought you would. Your brother's probably gonna get it. No, he doesn't have a switch. Oh, he's just saving up ten thousand dollars to get a flight yeah. game. Only person in my house who has a switch besides me is my sister, and all she plays is Fortnite on it. So, <laughs> fucking Fortnite. We love Fortnite. We love Fortnite. Fortnite was cool for like two months back when it started, and then after a while, it just you're just like, yeah, well. The moment, so, 
the moment that Ninja held that tournament and he tried to pawn pawn in front of like a New York crowd, that was see that was like it. he did all that, but look at him now. He went through all that secondhand, firsthand embarrassment, but he know he knew in the long run, yeah, this is gonna make me millionaire, and it did. Look at him, he's crazy. It's a sellout. Yeah. He's not very entertaining. No, he I isn't. Don't. It's just a skill. He's a man baby. He whines all over social media all the time about everything. Someone criticizes him. He knows that he has a fucking billion dollar uh, industry and like viewer base. So he's able to just act like that. Yeah. It's crazy. But then he's got a hot wife. She's not that hot. Uh, she's she's all right. He's eight, I guess. Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Keeps coming to Switch too. I don't know what that Bowser's Keep is going to be. It's that an extra game mode, maybe an w- extra world. But I'm excited. That is Bowser's Crusade. No, it's Keep, I think. Um, I hope. Yeah, I think it's, Bowser, it's Bowser's Keep. But I'm excited because I love 3D World. So I'll definitely... Yeah, that's a good one. They added online to it. Yep, you can play with up to four people online play. I wonder how that's going to go on the Nintendo Switch, though. Known for having really bad online. Every we'll Nintendo console. It could just be the... I think it's just Smash Bros. Because Mario Kart sounds great online. Yeah, so I'll take that back. Too. It's probably just Smash Bros. actually. Smash Bros. just has terrible netcode. Mm-hmm. Didn't ARMS have shitty fucking... I have no idea about ARMS. I don't know. I heard there was a lot of complaints about the online. But I think it's just because people would just spam block. I don't know if it should have anything to do with how it played. But I don't know. Never played it. Mm, who knows if I'll get that one. I was watching the comparisons and yeah i don't my fucking i'm curious how much faster the speed run's gonna be because it is a drastic difference in terms of speed like for the mario games 3d world no oh, like 3D the world. 3d world if you look at a comparison of mario running on the wii u and running on the switch he like they're the characters are so much faster like it's probably gonna save like at least double digit minutes could I feel. If that's the case, that's going to be the ultimate version. But then there's certain strats that won't work in uh, the Switch because the Wii, the Wii U speedrun required you to, like, flick certain things back at, like, Bowser and crap. So, technically, you could speedrun it probably on handheld because handheld will probably have that. Mm-hmm. But if you're trying to stream it, you can't. So I wonder if there's going to be any runs that just have a camera pointed at the uh, motion controls. Uh, maybe because of the because of the pro controller has motion controls built in. Yeah, mm, that's possible. Yes. that's why the pro controller is a pretty buck. That's, that's why. Yeah, that's why it's expensive. Mm, fucking Joy Cons. Yeah, like I had a guy ask me. He's like, "Hey man, why are the Joy Cons ninety nine dollars?" And I said, because of Nintendo, like, yeah, you got all these features in them. Most of the games on the Switch don't utilize them, so why the fuck are the controllers so expensive? Well, then buy a cheap USB one. Yeah, I have a, yeah. I have a whatever they're called, Huntine. When the, that what? shitty company that makes the really plasticky controllers. Rock Candy. No. Mad Cats. No. Who else is there? Oh, Hoy. Hoya? Hoya? A Hoy? <laughs> Hoya? Yeah. I don't know. I don't recall. Pretty sure that's what the company is. But I have one of those, and then I also have a pro controller. Mm. 
mm-hmm. only have the pro controller because of the time, like the fucking month that I speed ran Mario Odyssey. That was a good month for you, wasn't it? I was in the top fucking like 30. And then I got bumped down to like 1,000. <laughs> fucking whenever people are like, I got the world record on the first day. Yeah. The world record's going to get improved by like several minutes in the next hour. It's crazy. Yeah. Speedruns are crazy. Like with that game Cuphead. Do we want to get into the suggestion topic? We could. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter when we do it, right? All right. So we all played a game because it was Ryan's suggestion. That game was called Cuphead. And since it's Ryan's suggestion, I will let him describe the game and maybe give a little tidbits about it. Go ahead. Cuphead was a fantastic indie game that took a long time to develop the dlc still coming out it's been three years i'm not sure how long it's going to take but it is a throwback to running on games like contra and sunset riders metal slug it is two-player co-op like all those other games and the whole game revolves around boss battles in a 1920s to 30s style animation the game looks fantastic it's one of the best indie games I've ever seen. I don't know if I can name a better looking one. It controls flawlessly, and the game is just a lot of fun. It is pretty difficult. I wouldn't say it's insanely difficult. Anyone can definitely beat it if they try. It's not that hard. Probably a 7 on the difficulty meter. But the game is best played with two players. And I do enjoy how Cuphead doubles the boss's health for two-player mode. So it's not just insanely easy. I'll make Roy drags the fights out, and you can bring you got and you can bring your partners back, which creates some hectic fun. Cuphead also offers running gun levels, power-ups, super arts, lots of different stuff to do. And decently long game will definitely take you many hours your first run through. And it's for an affordable price, I believe. Around $28, I think. I think that's how much I paid for it on Switch. Something around there. Something like 20 I think I paid 25 I forget, though. It's around there. It's dev- It's not expensive. Not a full-price game at all. It's definitely worth playing. And I obviously wanted these guys to play two hours of it to see how they could do. Brandon never played it before. Zach played it when it came out. I played it with him a little bit. Yes, you were at my house, and I had my computer hooked up to the TV, and you and I did a little co-op. I only remember fighting the Toads, though. No, we made it to World 2. I think we stopped at Baroness Von Bon Bon. Yeah, but my memory is only the Toads and one of those side-scrolling levels where I just kept fucking dying. (laughs) I hate the side-scrolling stages. But you need to use them to fucking get coins to buy power-ups. I had to use it. (laughs) And ever since then, my my enjoyment of Cuphead has gone a little overboard. We I 200%ed it and I speed ran it for a little bit just to get a sub 55 minute run. So not very optimal, but it, just a casual fun speed run of beating all the bosses. You just set a goal for yourself. Yeah, I just set a goal like that getting a good time. You can't just you can't do it in 20, 30, 40 attempts. You have to put in hundreds of attempts. It's going to take dozens of hours. And it's, it's hard for me to sit myself down to play a game for that long and just play for a little bit. You just get a time I'm, I'm okay with. Yeah, it's still good. Like, it's not fucking, good. It doesn't have to be the best. Speedrunning that game, like, 
well requires you to fucking remember all these levels, remember all these RNG patterns. There's so many bosses, so many side scroll. I don't know how many side scrolling places you have to do in the speed run. I only saw a guy do like the first one. In, I yes, in you, all you, bosses. You only run. need you only need to do the first one. Okay, I don't know if there's like a hundred percent where you do every stage. There, yeah, but... there are. Yes, so there's... yeah, if you do a if you the, <laughs> if you were to do a hundred percent run, then that's so much stuff that you have to remember where enemies are gonna spawn, where this thingy's gonna bounce, when to jump. It's just that's crazy. Yeah, you were talking about how the like the game looks well, all that. It's like I like that aesthetic. I really like like old timey's kind of like radio sounding stuff like that. My, like probably the biggest standout for something I wanted to mention is when you go into the dividing like section between worlds. You have to go into like that room where the uh, dice guy's standing, and it plays. A song and I like I just stood in there and I listened to that song because it was so catchy it's like I love stuff like that from like the 50s slash 40s type era it's very enjoyable type of music and then the animation also like that's probably the biggest like the most standout universally appreciated thing about how everything you see is traditionally hand animated like the bosses, all their animations, fucking you had to sit, the people had to sit down there, go this frame, that frame, this frame, that frame. It's crazy. Nowadays, you got fucking all this 3D animation. I don't know shit about that. Yeah, there was a lot of work put into that game for sure. You can just tell. Indie stuff has the, like the, yeah, privilege, I guess is the word I'm thinking of, where it's like they don't have a studio bearing down their neck. That's why indie stuff so good but it always gets overlooked there's so much indie crap that just flies under the radar i'm like i'm happy that this specific thing got attention well yeah i'm pretty sure it was what nominated it for game yeah, of the year didn't did it win something it won, won best a few indie awards game, definitely i forget what the exact awards are but if that's it, an award i assume that best yeah indie it is game's probably yeah. an award it, i know it won that i it won then, over i think uh, it won two yeah, actually, I was. It won in twenty seventeen. It won game award for best art direction, best yeah. indie game, best debut of an indie game, and twenty eighteen it won a BAFTA Games Award for music. Yeah, see, like it's stuff like that. That so the game itself is fun. So that's why a lot of people talk about it. But yeah. there's all this stuff, all the things that sure the game's fun. But you got to look at these individual pieces, the music, the animation, all this stuff that was put together to make it. Like you got to appreciate that. That's why it won best art direction cuz like they had someone that was like deciding, all right, here's how this character's going to look, here's how this character's going to sound, here's how the music's going to sound. It's like those decisions are kind of like what really makes it memorable, like how you start every uh boss and it's like he's a real high class cup and it's like, I have that burned into my brain. Yeah, like the little fighting quotes that start the fight. Those are nice. He's a, like, here's a plan and some. <laughs> like, it's something like that. It's like, it's crazy. <laughs> Just, it has so much yeah. charm to and it like, and personality. Throughout. As soon as you start the game, the whole game, you have that film grain on, like, the screen. Like, the you know, the crackle effect. It does a so- really good job at recreating what that era was like. 
And it's like, you don't get people that care about stuff like that nowadays because everything's so corporate machine. We got to pump these games out. Call of Duty, Call of Duty, Call of Duty. It's like, we got to just keep making the same game over again. I got people coming into Walmart. You got that new NBA 2K21. That's my shit. (laughs) It's the same thing as last year. Why the fuck are you buying it? You can tell a lot of love was put into this game. The creators probably went overdrive to make this one really good. And, like, I wasn't sure if I was actually going to like it, to be honest. I was kind of like, oh, I'll play it two hours, see what happens. Play it at Ryan's. It's like, I <laughs> I got my ass handed to me a bunch. Well, it's but like this, It's like a Souls game where it's like you, you fucking die keep, and you want to keep going get that yeah. adrenaline. I wanted to keep going so bad because I left Ryan's house. I There was one you boss I couldn't game? beat. Yeah, I couldn't. I could beat this one boss. And I was pissed. I got home I'm like fuck. So the next day, Baroness von Bon Bon. Yes. Yeah. So next day, I go and buy the game. I'm like, yep, yeah, this is it. So I had to beat. I had to rebeat all the bosses. I, at Ryan's, it took like three hours to get to her, two hours to get to her, or something like that. And then I had to go and rebeat all these bosses. And because of my experiences, I beat them rather easier, easier, mm-hmm. whatever. And I got to. Baron Van Bon Bon, or whatever her name is. And I ended up beating her too, and it just left a good taste in my mouth. I'm like, yeah, well, this was sitting on my chest for two days. I needed to beat her, and I did. So, Have you just... kept playing it since? I haven't played it since, no. It's been a day since I've played it, but I'm definitely going to try to keep playing it. It's really you fun. try to beat it? Probably, yeah. Are you? Eventually, I'll try to do it again. I've been busy playing other games right now. Yeah, aren't you playing what you're telling me is the VR game with lightsabers and stuff? Well, no, that, but mostly the space flying one. The space flying one, yeah. That one fucking, oh, you gotta put like 3,000 hours into it. I gotta say dollars <laughs> for a second. That was what? <laughs> 3,000 dollars. <000. laughs> uh, it's always good when indie stuff like Cuphead gets so much Recognized. recognition because now. The people that made it forget the studio's name. Don't know if you guys. Uh, don't it was like a... it was like MDR. Let me check. Yeah. yeah. It was. But yeah. MDHR. Yeah. yeah. So it's like now, this is the sad truth about like it goes with film and with games. It's like when you come to a studio with a new idea that you think's uh, going to be successful. They're going to be very hesitant, and they're like, oh, well, if you look at the fucking charts, the only thing that's been selling this past year is Call of Duty, Call of Duty. We keep getting money off of that, so why would we risk our money on putting out this new game that we can't guarantee getting our money back? So, when it does, now those studios are going to be like, huh? Now we can do now we can start milking this and start putting it out. So odds are if they try to make another game, they're going to get a lot of funding and money pushed towards them because they're going to be like, we trust you. You made a really good game. Here's some money. Make another good one. And now it just becomes a cycle where it's like, okay, this is a company that puts care into their games. So we trust them. We're going to get good games. I trust the studio. I hope they keep making good good things. Yep, I agree. Okay, I was going to say, if you guys had any, uh, is there any negatives about Cuphead? 
Like, out of what I played, my biggest negative is I fucking hate the flying bosses where you're in a plane. How many did you fight? Uh, Genie. Uh, the fucking... Jimmy. The fucking... Hildeberg, yeah, Hildeberg. Her and maybe one more. I don't know if there's two in the. In World Two. Yeah. Yeah, there's Wally Warbles. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like those ones because all it is is just transform into a tiny plane, dodge, shoot, 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 transform, shoot, shoot, shoot. It's like it isn't as adrenaline-inducing as like making that last-minute jump. And dodging an attack or, like, moving left and right and jumping off of ledges and stuff. It's like, that was more enjoyable than just flying the plane and holding the shoot button. Yeah, I kind of agree with that a little bit. I don't hate them, it's just... So you guys aren't a fan of shmup games, then, I would assume. Shmup? It's not my kind of games. Not that specific, but, like, like... I guess I can like shoot 'em up games if they're a specific yeah, like, one, know, like, a, like a space shooter or something, like the Gradius games, Darius games, R type. Well, I like Galaga. Okay, well, Gal- very. Well, not, not number one death, just for points. Like the games that are just really hard. You know those kind of genre. It's pretty very niche genre, but it's probably the hardest video game genre there is. Would it be them like most milked? Milked? Like the amount that are just put out because they're so easy to just develop. Or put a ship, have another ship fly into the screen. No, as of recently, no, because that's it's not a no no big studios ever make shoot 'em up games because it's a very specific audience for people, generally older people who like Mm -hmm. these really hard type type of games. Um, indie ones. I think yeah, definitely indie ones. I think the last time I saw a shmup at a retail store was I bought Raiden Five for PS4, which is a great game. But yeah, but back in the late '80s and early '90s, yeah, there was a lot of shmups, and yeah, the problem with that genre is a lot of them are just boring. So you like gotta <laughs> fucking. I'm just thinking of the AVGN where he loads in. <laughs> yes, gets, uh, gets killed immediately. <laughs> like, just starts the level and there's a fucking rock in front of him right at the beginning. I'm pretty sure I've actually seen that clip. Yeah, it's the one where he goes, Who's gonna dodge that? Nobody! Not on the first try! <laughs> you have to know, this specific level, there's gonna be an asteroid right at the beginning. Oh, fuck, man. ABGN's great. Are we... Got any more things to say about Cuphead? Uh, no, I think I am said my piece. I don't know if Ryan wants to praise it some more. Uh, do you guys have a, a favorite specific boss so far? Because the bosses in Cuphead stand out among like, almost any other game I've played because they all have their own personalities. Mm-hmm. Just, uh... thinking, just thinking right now, I'm thinking of the carnival guy. Because, like, you have to jump and shoot those ducks and then jump over them. And then he has the fucking roller coaster come in. You have to jump on there while the balloons are flying at you. It's like, that one was pretty fun. I, even though it took me the longest, I do like Vega, whatever, Bon Bon. That's the most I've played. Is that the candy bitch? Yes. Candy. She just, like, because it's all, like, the four phases she has, they're randomized, right? So you can get 
three of like the different like I can get waffle or I can get the bubblegum bubble machine gum. and they all have their own like abilities and their identities and stuff it just kind of sticks out to you you know you're like oh you gotta like change your play style depending on what one pops out which I really like and it's really challenging too when I beat it I oh feeling inside of me I was like holy fuck I fucking did it so now that wasn't one. that hard for me I I couldn't beat it for the life of me probably the only time where I was like angry was the first time I got the waffle and I was like what the fuck is he gonna do <laughs> and then he just spreads out into six pieces I'm like what the who's gonna dodge that nobody not on the first try that's how I felt yeah that game definitely has like a you gotta play it over and over to you know get the gist of the bosses down you beat the boss on the first try without going in like going in blind you're crazy well see that's a weird like phenomenon that i found is in games that are like designed to be hard like dark souls but, yeah, like trial and error is a big part of well it, yeah. that but people for some reason always tend to do really good on their first attempt and make it way further than you think they're going to because they're playing off of pure instinct where it's like, is that going to hit me? Dodge. And you're right. But then you die and now you're playing more on trying to predict where it's like, is that the animation? You try to dodge and you miss because you thought it was going to be this attack, but it was this attack. It's like, that's something that like, especially when I watch streamers, they go on to a boss for their first time and they get them down to like a quarter health. But then <laughs> they end up fighting them for fucking another eight hours because <laughs> they just can't get them past half anymore. Yeah. Like whenever I watch Lyric play Dark Souls or Sekiro, that's something that happened a lot. <laughs> Guardian Ape was one of those bosses for me. <laughs> I kept trying to dodge. He's so sporadic, so he'll start flailing his arms. He's not like a so I'm not fighting a swordsman. I'm fighting a big monkey. So it's like. Oh, what's he gonna? Is he gonna jump in the air and throw shit at me this time, or is he gonna <laughs> run at me and bounce on the ground? Like I don't know. So I got like, I hated the monkey. He was I, kind of easy. Like both phases, I found very easy. But the one attack I couldn't, I never found out how to dodge. Was when he throws his shit. I couldn't dodge it. I don't understand what you were supposed to do. I would end up just running underneath him because he couldn't throw it there. But I'm pretty sure there is a way to dodge it. It's it, it's a perfectly timed jump. If you jump as it's going to where you are on the ground, because if you jump right before he throws it, it'll hit you in the air. But mm -hmm. if you if he throws it as you're on the ground, you jump, you'll jump over it. But it's like really like precise because it fly, like fucking flies at you. Crazy. When I started fat. playing Sekiro again like last month or maybe two months ago. And I was at the part where you have to fight the two guardian apes, and that was fucking pissing me off. I had to search <laughs> up a guide, and then I that got one, lost and stopped. <laughs> the two guardian apes, for me, I found a lot easier than fighting the normal It one. is. They're a lot weaker. They're a lot weaker, but, like, yeah. It's, it's just, just two of them. Having both of them run at you is overwhelming. Well, they had a very easy-to-understand pattern where when the headless one with the sword got was it like vulnerable mm -hmm. the other one would come at you and then vice versa so you had to like change who you're fucking attacking mid fight and it was pissing me off so i had <laughs> to search up like how do you do it and then someone told me and yeah I did it but then i got lost and i stopped again 
Yeah, I'm currently, uh, I started playing it again, and I'm currently at the final boss, and I just cannot beat that final boss to save my life. It's probably, out of all the Dark Souls bosses I've fought, the hardest one. Well, Dark Souls, Sekiro, you know, Bloodborne Did bosses. Did you start playing again because Brayden 100%ed the game? No. This was before Brayden did. When I say I just started playing it again, that was probably like two months ago. <laughs> no, just. I, I, I'm, I more recently started playing it again, but I got stuck on the final boss, so I, I'll i go back and beat him because he's, I really want to beat him, but he's hard. Like, he's crazy. But there's a pattern you can get down, like with every boss. Yeah, super hard. Stupid hard, actually. Sekiro was created by who from software is that the same dark souls people what was their first game from softwares yeah uh besides dark souls i don't know was dark souls what like put them on the map yes Yes. dark souls was there they have made games on playstation yes a lot of playstation games and i think let me see if i find the exact one I believe it was Shadow Tower, which was a very similar to Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. Although it just it it looks absolutely dreadful. <laughs> but they have made a lot of games. They they made the Kingsfield series, which I don't know. Uh, the Armored Core series, which I have heard of. Echo Knight series, stuff like that. Oh yeah, they made the Adventures of Cookie and Cream. The Adventures of Cookie Key and cream. cream. Yeah, it's on the DS and PS2. It's it's weird because that they made it, but yeah, you control two bunnies, and it's like a platformer. And then yeah. they're like, hey, let's make Dark Souls. I'm pretty yeah. excited for the Demon Souls. I'll actually be able to play Demon Souls now instead of I, I didn't really want to go out and buy the PS3 version of it. So. The original one looks like fucking shit. <gasps> Don't say that, Zach. You're going to make like, a lot of fans No, the mad. playability, like just the way that it looks like you play, it looks so clunky. But this one's built from the ground up. Unlike the Mario ports and fucking pieces of shit. I could so, actually see a lot of people getting mad if they built those games from the ground up. Why would well, you people, do that to these yeah. nostalgic... I wanted to play Mario 64, not this knockoff Nintendo <laughs> reboot. It's, it would happen both you ways. Know? But people were complaining about Demon's Souls because it's like... Oh, this part with the iron golem doesn't look as moody as it did in the original. Well, yeah. It looks they, way too bright. Yeah, they up the brightness. Yeah, but then there's other things like those cutscenes. I'm pretty sure that's going to be like the in-game visuals. Yes. Because the, they're very reminiscent of the original game's cutscenes. So I'm hoping because there's like when that fucking big thing comes over and goes like, Argh! that was pretty cool. Oh yeah, I, I do like the soul series it's like there's just all these things that i want to support but you don't got the money but you broke (laughs) (laughs) no it's like i keep telling you guys i said i was gonna bring this up so i'm bringing it up because i feel like it's pretty similar to cuphead (laughs) i'm bringing it up Uh (laughs) it's very similar to how i feel about cuphead which is has been hotel you guys don't even know. I want you guys to watch it so bad because it's just 30 minutes. You can just fucking breeze through it. But Recommend it to us. I, I no. <laughs> I'm not going to waste my two-week recommendation on a 30-minute video that you guys could just watch on the potty. I watch it in times two speed. Times four for me. 
<laughs> oh, fucking put it in Premiere and do it in times eight. But yeah, like in terms, because this was something that I had heard about before because Whitney's cousin is a big fan of it. She's like a really heavy, weeby girl oh, who draws. She's like got a drawing pad and she likes animating and stuff like that. So she had mentioned this before. She's got stickers of it on her laptop and that. So I had heard about this, but I didn't watch it until like five days ago because YMS Highlights, that's the YouTube channel, uploaded a cut down trimmed thing of Adam from YMS, Your Movie Sucks, watching it on stream. And I learned some cool things, which was that apparently he was supposed to do the music for the pilot and a pilot for fucking people that don't know because they're stupid a pilot is a not official, like, first episode. It's, like, what you show people to be, like, here's what our show is going to be. This is just a little sample. So he was originally supposed to do the music for it, but he said no because he was too busy with, his, like, his album and editing and stuff like that. But he's friends with the girl who created this pilot, so I was like, oh, one of my favorite YouTubers was uh, part of this, possibly. I guess I'll watch it because <laughs> that's usually how I end up playing stuff is like Lyric fucking watched God of War raising Kratos. And I was like, oh, Lyric likes this game. <laughs> I guess I'll buy it. <laughs> so I'm kind of a sheep when it comes to stuff like that. I won't try something unless like someone I like plays it. Yeah. Not you guys. I won't play it if you guys play it. Hey. But... So I watched this, and in my opinion, just like how I think Cuphead's a very important milestone in terms of, like, indie games with how it showed, yeah, these original creations can be profitable, Has Been a Hotel is a super impressive and, like, very important, in my opinion, uh, representation of how indie like cartoons and just like these intellectual properties that come from individuals can be profitable with stuff like youtube because this when i talk about how it's indie and stuff you expect it to be like oh it's gonna be a shitty animation but if you were to walk if you were to walk in on me watching this or any random person watching this you would think it's a real show that's on tv because the animation is actually really impressive i feel for what it is it it looks like something that would be on like teletoon it's got very similar art style to something like invader zim and uh like why can't i think of his name the creator of like uh nightmare christmas tim burton yeah tim burton because Tim, there was like a, there was a Beetlejuice TV show. It's very similar to that as well. The show is basically, it takes place in hell and the main character wants to create a hotel that rehabilitates demons. So instead of every year, there's always this big purge to kill or get rid of demons because hell's getting overfilled. And it's like, hey, you guys can come to this hotel and get rehabilitated and not die. <laughs> you can fucking go up to heaven so that's basically the premise but all these individual things just like how i feel with cuphead there's 
The animation is very impressive. There's really good music where it's like there's, I think, like three musical segments in it. And it it doesn't feel like something that was just pooped into a YouTube (laughs) video. It feels like something that has money behind it. But this was just a little intellectual thing that somebody... It was a passion project that I think got crowdfunded. And she made it with help from friends. So the voice actors are also friends and people from the internet. The voice acting doesn't feel like YouTubers doing voices. It feels like, once again, it feels like something you would see in an actual show. There's like different voices. Each character has a personality. And there's this one character that is like a homosexual prostitute. And this is one joke. The thing is, when you look at this, you think it's like a kid's show, but there's like a lot of swearing. They say fuck. They make like drug stuff like that. And there's this one part where they're fighting, shooting this other person, and he gets tied up and thrown to the ground. He goes, all harder, daddy. And the guy who did it looks at him and goes, son? And it's like, that was funny to me. Like, I was like, oh, that's a funny joke that you wouldn't see in fucking all these other shows that look like this. It's like, it's pretty impressive. I want you guys to just like give a taste of it. Be like, hmm, do I like this? I don't know. I think I'm going to go watch Big Mouth. <sighs> That's you. like, that pisses me off. Big Mouth gets this many seasons. But the impressive, <laughs> like, this is why it's impressive. The show came out October 28th. And at this moment, it has 45 million views. And as of recently, I think August or July. The show was actually picked up. Oh. It got it got picked up by A twenty four, which is a mostly known. They're known for movies. It's just a dis- a distribution uh, company that's like, hey, we're gonna give these uh, indie filmmakers money because uh, that's what we do. So now this show has been picked up. I don't know what it's gonna get streamed on, but just the fact that this thing has forty five million views, it was posted on YouTube for free. And now it's been picked up by a official like uh, distribution studio. Like this is kind of a landmark in terms of I want to make a show, but I don't have like uh, connections. It's like this show is now official. It's getting made, and it was just this thing that got posted on YouTube and was very popular. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's like with Cuphead, same thing. It's like, I don't think the studio was like a well-known... No. I could be wrong about this. I don't know if they were. But I don't think the studio was like a well-known company until Cuphead came along. And now people probably know it as, oh, the people that made Cuphead. It's just pretty insane how stuff like this can happen. Yep. In this day and age of YouTube. As shitty as it may be with their copyright and a bunch of bullshit like that. YouTube's pretty... uh pretty bad right now so just like if you want to make something go make it this just proves that it can be a viable move yeah all it needs to do is just get the right traction and then it takes off right if it's good people will watch it it'll get passed around that's what happened to this in the yms thing he watched it i think in march and it only had 8 million and now it has 45 it's just crazy it's a never it's like a never ending <laughs> snowball that just starts rolling 
little, little small, little, little audience. Oh shit! It's speak. It's picking up. And now it's this hentai. <laughs> the moment, it, the gets... moment, <laughs> the moment that it gets hentai. That's that's when you know you've made it. Two, uh, four. <laughs> and you're on your first strike. That's a strike. Uh, okay, but so... that's all I had to say. All right, Brandon. What do you have to say about Has Been Hotel? Uh I don't know if I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> Thirty minutes, to <laughs> but good it on you, right? Y- you take long poops. Just do good it. On just you, give it a watch. Are you gonna watch it, Ryan? If Ryan does, I will. Actually, I actually had to say one more thing about From Software. Oh, sure oh he was software. holding it in while Zach went on his <laughs> big <laughs> tangent. No, it's just a quick thing. Also, so I was looking at all the games. Uh, they made 3D Dot Game Heroes, which is the most underrated PS3 game. Me and the guest on the next episode love that game. And they made Metal Wolf Chaos on Xbox, which is the most American game that never came to America. Any Xbox fan knows about Metal Wolf Chaos. Absolutely great game. So From Software actually does make a lot of stuff. But it's kind of sad that idiots only think of it as the Souls thing because they have made a shit ton of fucking games. Well, they create, like, the Souls game, I think, they created their own genre. It's, like, games that are very difficult. Oh, that's a Souls game. Just the type of game it is, right? Just, like... They're pushing all their other work under, like, under the table. They don't care. They don't like those games. Yeah, I think they should. They're in the past. Look at the future. From Software's getting money off Dark Souls. Go for it. Have at her. Have at it. Yeah, you'll be seeing the future when I'm fucking done with you. Yeah. With all that said and done, are we going to go on to what you're going to suggest us, Zach? No, we have uh, two more sections before that. We have Ryan and Mai's Rapid Fire Reviews. Ryan did say that if we recorded tonight, he would have something ready. Okay, I'll let you guys rapid fire him off then. So, you know, I didn't even know we were doing it, but... <laughs> See, I, I, I was I was gonna watch something, but I didn't. But I can, I can actually I can say one thing though, I still can. I'm just, even though I'm discussing it next week. Mm-hmm. So uh, I did finish Sunset Riders on Super Nintendo, a, a great run and gun game, very expensive, very sought after. Probably the hardest final boss I've ever fought in a, in a video game. Sir Richard Rose, absolute insanity. But we'll go over it more a little next time. Highly recommended, but. Anyone who likes Super Nintendo already knows it's on their radar or want list. So, 8 out of 10. Pass it on to you, Zach. Alright, I think I have three movies I watched in this past two weeks. The first one, this was like literally the day after we recorded the last episode. It's a very well-regarded film. YMS has it at a 10 out of 10, Ralph has it at a 10 out of 10, and I Hate Everything has it at a 9 out of 10. Nolan has it on his want to watch, so it would have been nice for me to recommend it, but I know you guys wouldn't have liked it. You spoiled the guest. <laughs> you, <laughs> we already, you said that the guest for next episode. Yeah, but I didn't say his name, now everyone knows. <laughs> I never, I didn't say Nolan was the guest, now you <laughs> Oh, he just it. did. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways... The movie was Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. That's a mouthful. It's from 2004, directed by Michel Gondry. It's another film starring Jim Carrey that's a serious film. It is 
Joel Barish, heartbroken that his girlfriend underwent a procedure to erase him from her memory, decides to do the same. However, as he watches his memories of her fade away, he realizes that he still loves her, and it may be too late to correct his mistake. So the whole movie takes place like in his brain, traveling through different memories, and the way that it's presented is very fucking like impressive and just fun to watch. I gave it a 9 out of 10. Pretty good. <laughs> and then I watched Once Upon a Time in the West. So that's like what the fucking title Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is a parody of. It's a 1968 uh, Western directed by Sergio Leone, who's very fucking well known in terms of people who make spaghetti westerns. Why are they called spaghetti and westerns? Because they're Italian. They're directed by Italian people. Sounds uh, kind of, that sounds kind of racist, don't you think? No. That's very <laughs> offensive. Why? Just because Italian people like spaghetti. It'd make more sense if everyone on set ate spaghetti. Would be. But this one, a widow whose land and life are in danger as the railroad is getting closer and closer to taking them over. A mysterious harmonica player joins forces with a desperado to protect the woman and her land. Oh, pretty good. I gave it a 9 out of 10. <laughs> pretty good. Pretty uh, good 9 oh, out of 10. Well, that's what, I said, that's what I said with the last one. Yeah, I know. Maybe. I didn't then, say anything then. Today. <gasps> what you do with today? <laughs> I watched. Paranormal Activity? I watched a Will Ferrell comedy. <laughs> What's no. Wrong? So, you know, Brandon gave this one a 10 out of 10. Was it Step Brothers? <laughs> All right. Let's see. I don't know if Brandon knows this movie. I will read Daddy's the syn- I will read the synopsis first, and we'll see if Brandon knows what it is. Oh, yeah. Okay. When a much-publicized ice skating scandal strips them of their gold medals, oh. two world-class athletes skirt their way back onto the ice via a loophole that allows them to compete together as a pairs team. Why not this one? Do you get oh, I don't know the name. I know the movie. What's it called? <laughs> you know the movie, huh? Blades of Glory. Yeah, there we go. How bad was it? So. Good? Not as bad as <gasps> other Will Ferrell comedies, I'd say. There were a couple parts that caught me off guard and got a little chuckle. So, I gave it a. Nine? Four <laughs> out of ten. So you thought five. it was you thought it was bad. It was bad. <laughs> bad, but there was a few parts that made me laugh. There's this one part where the character's handcuffed to like a urinal and the handcuff keys in the garbage and the garbage tips over and <laughs> the key lands on a roll of toilet paper and the toilet paper rolls to him. So the toilet paper is covered in like gross garbage, but the keys on the other end so he has to eat the toilet paper <laughs> to get to get the key to him so he's eating this gross garbage filled toilet paper just to get the key why can't so, he grab it with his hands because he's handcuffed ah uh, okay that's i mean i said why couldn't he just use his foot like, why but, could, yeah. couldn't he use his teeth to pull it to yank no he starts paper? eating it why does he <laughs> eat it he just uses his tongue to lick up the that's just just foul yeah but the worst thing about the movie the only part where i was like going like oh my god 
was they CG like Will Ferrell and the other actors face onto like real figure skaters <gasps> and it looks so bad like you see them skating on the ice with this very obvious like like it looks like a Snapchat filter of just uh, their face uh, I did not know that movie had CG yeah there's a lot of CG <laughs> that's awful but yeah, you d- that- oh. what what I was say you did say that's not as bad as other Will Ferrell comedies. What what is a what is a bad? What's worse than a four out of ten? Because there can't be many movies worse than that, right? Well, the worst Will Ferrell comedy I have ever watched is Brandon's favorite movie of all time. It is not my favorite movie of all. Well, time. I know what that would be then. Step Brothers. The universally loved. Movie. No one gave it a seven out of ten. No, no one, one did? did. Yes. Ah, Good no. on them. Okay, young people in their twenties love, in the, and even in their thirties, love Step Brothers. It's some, a fucking, it's a some, stitch. Some good the only humor. joke in the movie is, haha, they're man children. Haha, funny, okay. funny. Was his balls or his balls not on the <laughs> drum set? I'm gonna put my balls on your drum set. Everyone laugh. <laughs> yeah, balls. That's, that's real. <laughs> Those are his real balls. Yeah, <laughs> they probably were, but I don't want to see Will Ferrell's balls. Yeah, At least can. favorite Will Ferrell movie I've ever seen is probably fucking Elf. <gasps> You mean the see, you mean the loved Christmas <laughs> movie? <laughs> yeah, I've the seen it too many times. That's loved why Christmas movie. I've Fuck, seen it that way too many times. Terrible too. It's basically just haha. Laugh at this mentally challenged man. Haha. So every Will Ferrell movie. Let's see oh, what. That's it. rude. That's what they. That's what the movies are. They laugh at mentally handicapped people. If Will Ferrell heard you saying this, he would not be a happy camper. I don't think Will Ferrell, I'm pretty sure Will Ferrell is as, like, like in tune with his movies as, like, Adam Sandler, where he knows the movies are shit, but at least they make money. Yeah. Like, Adam Sandler's proved on multiple occasions that he can act. He's in three movies that are good. The rest of them are all things like... Uh, <laughs> Jack and Jill, <laughs> grown ups, Jack and Jill, and all that shit. But he has proven he can act. Will Ferrell has not proven he can act. No, he's just got fucked up teeth and he fucking screams. He's in so many bad movies: Holmes and Watson, Daddy's Home Two, Zoolander <laughs> Two, Semi Pro. Why'd they make it Daddy's Home Two? Because why didn't the they, first why they make thing a Zoolander? Was so good. Why was there a Zoolander too? <laughs> that that one boggles me too. I, I, Honestly, I, I like the Zoolander only one. Will Ferrell comedy that's probably passable is, is Anchorman One. I do like Anchorman actually. Anchorman Two is just fucking terrible. Anchorman One, at least, like he wasn't complete man child. He was a character who had like. A personality to him and he wasn't just like aha balls on your drum set aha i just i hate will ferrell i wish he was dead oh you sound like a man child right now wishing death upon anyone you don't like oh well i think we can move on to our next section we can move on to the best section because because ryan with his uh infinite connections has acquired two 
two questions? That's not true. How many? Let me just go to the database. The database. Beep boop pop pop blah blah blah. Gotta hack into it. I'm in. XQC. <laughs> Oh, I don't know about the mainframe. Okay, so we have we have a donation from anonymous. So the day we get donations. So here's what we actually have. We I have there's three questions specifically for me, two specifically for Brandon, one specifically for you, and one for all of us. All right. How many? Like, what's the variety on how many people ask these questions? Oh, too many to count. I could not <laughs> give you an how actual... many people asked these questions. There are a lot. Anywhere, f- anywhere between one and a hundred. We had to filter through the questions to get. These there were so many ones. bad questions. I had to get rid of them. I had to block <laughs> people. You okay. went out into public and said, "Yeah, I want a podcast about <laughs> real life <laughs> problems." We probably got questions. Like... So we have the first, so the first question is about Saudi Arabian politics. Brandon, this one's for you. What? (laughs) I have no clue. (laughs) I have no clue. That's a a joke. So we'll get, so we'll get into, we'll get into the, so let's get into the one. So we'll go into this one. This one is specifically for me and Brandon. Both of us, This one, this, yeah, this one was not for Zach. Am I poss- like? Am I? Do I have a possibility of answering this? Um, he said these are. He, well, the person said these are for you. Question talking to me and Brandon. By the way, but is it a question I can answer? Oh, uh, but how about I? How about I ask? Say the question. You can figure it out yourself. <laughs> no, you're locked out. Of <laughs> you're locked camp. out. Question is: How would you feel about a League of Legends based style single player game involving each faction? Like Demacia and Ionia. Yeah, and Ionia, Freyord. I, th- I like. Oh, you go. You go. Oh. No, oh, you're too bad. You. Okay, <laughs> 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 I personally think like, would it be on like PS4, PC? Like, what it's matter? Let's, let's just say PC. Okay, I personally think if they put the time and effort into it, I think they can make a really good game. Because think about they just League of Legends has what 150 champions on the spot right now. 151 next week. Yeah, next week another one's added. Like, they could make a really good game, single player. Like, is, like, I think it could be really good dealing with, like, the war between Demacia and fucking, uh, shit. I already <laughs> forgot the name of the, their war with. Demacia and Noxus? Noxus, yes. Dealing with, like, all that, like, the lore behind it. Like, all the, even the, like, the comic books they recently made could tie into the game. So they got a lot of source material. They just haven't used it in a single-player type game, right? You could, like, go read, sure. But putting it in this game, I think, would be very nice. Wow. Too true. I would also very much enjoy some of that. The huge open world, and then you can, like, maybe... I don't know if you would be created your own character, become a different character from the universe. There's the Yordle portals, go to the Yordle world. So I would personally like to play as the characters. I, I'm not a big fan of those create a character options. Yeah, but yeah, that would that sounds fantastic. You could pick your own character. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, see, I, it I really depends. Like, if you want to break down this question, because it's oh. like if they made a single player game about like a specific place, it's like a game specifically about Demacia would be way different than if you made a game like yeah, about Piltover. Well, yeah. Like, it, I when I think of, like, a Piltover game, I'm thinking, like, fucking, you're in a city. And <laughs> Machines. Like, 
like yeah, you're just like sneaking around and doing stuff like that. But a Demacia game, I imagine being like Shadow of Mordor with lots of sword clashing and crap like that. But a MOBA, not a MOBA, uh, <laughs> MMO? MMO, an MMORPG where it's like you have the whole world and like what Ryan said, you make a character and it's kind of design your own thing and you can go to all these different places. Like, that would be kind of cool. And yeah. then, like, you got the characters just standing there, and they're like, hey, I'm Jinx, go steal this for me, and I'll make you a bomb. Well, yeah, they could do a lot of different types of games, I feel, with League of Legends. Pretty pretty big, you know, you Nobody's fucking, nobody's playing that card game anymore. Uh, there's a lot of people still I still like it. cards every entire It's a fun game. All right, what is the next question? Oh, this got? one's for all of us. All of us. I guess, technically. If you had to pick one game that isn't league to play competitively, which is ranked climbing the ranks, what would it be and why? Mm, that's a tough one. Well, you're first. To play competitively? Yeah, I, I know, like, like competitively, like, league ranked isn't your life. You play more norms than you play ranked. Plus, you say, let's just say you could never play ranked. Okay. Um, for me, I did have a fun time playing Overwatch. I didn't, like, I actually enjoyed Overwatch a lot. I just got out of it i guess but as soon as ranked came out yeah as, if i if i got introduced to it again and started playing it more i feel like i'd like that game so probably overwatch would have to be my answer for me they actually they actually added an add-on to the question he, he, they said add in smash as well i picked yeah i was gonna say oh i thought you were gonna say that they they you can't pick smash. no if it was smash it'd be smash obviously that's the game best at Mm-hmm. That's the game I'm best at. So, definitely Smash Bros. The one tournaments, whatever. Online sucks, but play yeah. competitively. Definitely Smash, hundred percent. How about you, Zach? Mine would probably either be Halo. Halo. Is Halo Counter Strike. Halo Counter Strike or Valorant. I see. Yeah, those are all. Those are all shoot to kill games. Very funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, you are good at those, so. Huh? Thanks, you're so kind. Definite, definite school shooter vibes from you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, now let's Don't get into some. That. Let's get into the very to the specific ones. We're trying to get the facts here. All right, Brandon, are you ready? Right. No. Well, too bad. Why do you never finish video games? <laughs> That is a good question. I can't probably even answer myself. I just... We'll do it. Back, like, five years ago, I beat games, I guess I could say. <laughs> now, just something see, that I like... I like I'm, I'm leaning a lot towards playing longer games now, obviously. Like, I do like my RPGs. I haven't played a whack of them, but, like, I've just been playing Dragon Quest Eleven, which I've put on hold again <laughs> because I've been playing... Uh, Ghost of Tsushima again. I'm all, I'm gonna beat Ghost of Tsushima. I'm like an hour or two away from beating it. Like I'm almost done the main story. But I don't know. Just since I like playing a lot of longer games, eventually I just kind of dwindle away from it. So it's not that I don't like the games per se. It's just I just I don't. And uh, the no, person who's I, it's not that I like the games. No, I don't se, like. I don't beat I don't. them. I don't beat them. I should have said. Oh. But like. The person who submitted this uh, question, you know, he, he has the same Brand problem hell. I do. He has the same problem I do, so. Yeah, you don't know who knew. You know, oh. this is, this is oh. anonymous. Could have been me. 
Well, I can actually go into that a little bit. You keep saying you're an RPG guy. Besides Pokemon, you've beaten Persona 5. Xenoblade Chronicles 2. two. That doesn't count. So it's 2. It does, it does, it does count. That, so is two. A, that is a RPG. So. Every game, so, yeah. and, I, and I did, I did stay, I did say at the start when I was explaining RPGs, I've only played a select few. So you played two, you've beaten two RPGs that are not Pokemon, but you're, you're an RPG guy. I just like those types. Yeah, of no, games. You're, I didn't you're, say no, you might as well say you're a From Software guy. You play a lot more of those games. <laughs> you're a Souls guy. You play, yeah, you're a Souls guy. And, Whatever. And you're a Souls man. All right, we'll go for my question. Which was, how much is your game collection worth? $40,000. I asked this in like the first episode. That was the question. It's 40 grand. Other question from a different person. What old school game that hasn't come out in the last couple years, more than 10 years, would you want coming back and why? Great question. You would have said Mario, but... No, I am those Mario games need to come back. But it's uh, it would be Act Razor. I love Act Razor One. I'm playing through Act Razor Two right now. Act Razor One is half action platformer, half God Simulator, and is one of the best games on the Super Nintendo. It's a fantastic blend of two genres that generally would never fit together. And the sequel to try to reinvent the wheel, take away the God Simulating part of the game and make it a strict action platformer, but make the controls insanely unique by uh, by moving extremely slow, having a double jump that forces you into a glide, having, so you have, to, you have to glide, you can do a downward thrust, if you land on the ground, you skid for a m- million years. It's kind of a mess, but I still think it's a good game, so I would like a new Act Razor game with God Simulation, hopefully on the Switch. And just another action platformer. What's God Simulation? God Simulation. So you play. So in Actor Razor One, you have a town. You have two two people are creating a town. So you fend off monsters because there's monsters. That's the point of Actor Razor. You go to dens to kill the boss, which gets rid of a monster zone in the town. So as they so these two people as time sped up a lot. Obviously, they reproduce. They have kids, and with materials, you can clear out bushes, water, whatever, with your god powers, and they can create different houses, and more people builds up, and they populate, and you pretty much just create a town with these people, and, and they offer you things as tribute, and you can give them to other towns to help them, because some are in the Himalayan mountains, stuff like that. Some need bridges to cross over rivers. So stuff like that. You fend off monsters. You have to talk to your people. And kind of like that. You are God. And try mm-hmm. and create towns. I didn't think, It's something that I wouldn't think I'd like. But it's fantastic. So of anything that I would love Act Razor to come back. And for Zach. We have. Where is your movie Lone Wanderer? <laughs> Not my fault. It's Bryce. Elaborate. <laughs> Bryce is the kind of guy. Bryce who? Uh, if you snap him, if you text him, if you try to get a hold of him, he's gonna reply a month later <laughs> saying, "Hey, sorry, man, <laughs> I was busy." <laughs> Bryce busy for a month. It'll be like I'll be saying like, 
hey, you want to hang out today? And then two months later, what time? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, fuck off. He's always with uh, his girlfriend. Are you, so, so are you implying that having a girlfriend is bad? I didn't say that. <laughs> sound like you did. So the reason the movie's not finished is because your main actor is hard to get hold of. Yep. But you're the director, right? You know, Fireman <laughs> recast. So, so, so yeah, so you could recast and finish it because have it did is it not true that you made a GoFundMe and swindled <laughs> people true. out of uh, thousands of dollars? <laughs> <laughs> oh, someone got exposed. Uh, He's gone. He's gone. Yes. That was the last question. <laughs> that was the last question. I will definitely have more for next time. Fantastic. You'll have to find different people than the same three people. Uh, that number is definitely not correct. Four. Not correct. We actually had like 24 submissions from 24 <laughs> yeah, fans. Yeah, many submissions. Next time I'll be asking my mom, and she will have great questions. I'll see your mom's too. When's Brandon going to get a girlfriend? When's Brandon going to shave the Why beard? would that be her question? <laughs> that would be a great question. Why would she, she care that. about that? Because <laughs> she's maybe, a caring woman. Because maybe, maybe the fans want to know why you don't have a girlfriend. It's true. I want to. Yeah, know. it's on everyone. Not even a fan. Everyone's dying. It is very, it. It's, it's very sus that you don't have one. <laughs> no, that's that's a perfect segment. Those were good questions. Uh, thanks, Ryan, for acquiring them. Oh, yeah. Thanks to the many viewers Ooh, who submitted yeah. them in. Ooh, yeah. So now we're moving on into the final segment, which is the suggestion. It was Brandon, then it was Ryan, now it's my turn. Uh-oh. So for next episode, I have a movie that all of us have <gasps> to watch. No way, a movie? I didn't I know you were going to do I that. <laughs> and this movie is on Netflix, which... Ryan was trying to, he was like, I don't have Netflix. I don't have Netflix. Netflix. <laughs> you don't have Netflix? Yeah, right. In the right. first episode, you told me. I have in Netflix? The, you were using oh. my mom's. Well, yeah, I was using your mom's, so she fucking locked out my Apple TV because <laughs> I made a fucking account. Just mooching. In the first episode, you said that Netflix is one of the apps that we can suggest. So what? Suggest? suggest. <laughs> All right, what so, is it? The movie I am suggesting is. Let me pull up when this movie came out. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Schindler's List. I'll do it. It's it is Nosferatu. No. So this is a 2010 comedy. Comedy. Directed by one of the most renowned directors, Edgar Wright. Ryan already knows what it is. You got any guesses, Brandon? By Edgar Wright. Regarded as one of the best video game inspired movies of all time. I think Edgar Allan Poe. It's Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Oh, yeah. That would so, make sense. Yeah, that's what I suggest. It's like an hour and 52 minutes. So Holy shit. That's it's a, a perfect film. It's a perfect uh, viewing length. I think there's a lot of discussion to be had with this movie, there's a lot of behind the scenes. A lot of events in the movie that are good to talk about. And for next episode, we will be having a guest who also will be watching the movie and discussing it. That'll probably be a very movie-heavy 
episode between he and I, and then maybe a little game mixed in there with you three. It'll be Nolan Compton, a friend of us. He has already seen the movie. He fucking went, like, the moment I told him, he was like, okay, I'll watch it. So I don't know if he's going to rewatch it just to refresh himself, but I hope he does. That way he has some talking points. I don't know if he took notes, but that's what's happening next episode. If you don't want to be spoiled for that movie, or if you want to be part of the discussion, I suggest watching it to the two people that listen to our podcast. I have been Zach. I've been Brandon. And I have been Goko Ackman, world record holder Ryan. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. See ya.